0: In local news
1: today, Hold up, Lita. Huh? Maybe we should head back. We've been all over the city and still no sign of him. I don't believe this. I mean, the guy's practically your boyfriend, right, Ames? Where did you get that nutzoid idea? Greg and I are just good friends. Ever heard of that river in Egypt, D. Nile? No way, Lita.
2: Moon Podcast Escalation!
1: everyone my name is Jordan D White my name is Chris Sims and this is Sailor Business it's the podcast where we sit down with a guest each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime to talk about just why it is that we love this show so much and i think mixed bag is a is a good way to refer to this week's episode oh <laughs> it's it's a weird one it's got some stuff i don't agree with oh does it <laughs> But uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. We are going to be watching episode 41, which is I Won't Run Away from Love Anymore, Ami versus Mamoru. Uh So if you want to follow along with us, you can watch that on Hulu. But uh, we have already watched it, and so has our special guest for this episode, uh, Shannon Manor. Welcome to the program. Hello. Now, uh, Shannon, I actually met you at Heroes Con a couple weeks ago. Uh, but you have been, I, I knew you from Twitter because you have tweeted at the show uh, several times. You uh, had the the Sailor Moon themed proposal.
0: I did. That was me. <laughs> Which it was, was uh, adorable, by the way. Uh, oh, thank you. I guess I probably shouldn't take credit for it. It's my husband who did it, but <laughs> I'll, I'll take credit for it because he's not here to stop me.
1: So aside from that, what is your history with Sailor Moon? Because you're also uh, working in animation. You are a second guest who has worked in animation.
0: Yep. I am a character designer for the TV show Archer on FX.
1: Which is very much like Sailor Moon.
0: Oh, it's so much like Sailor Moon. I would say
1: basically, like like almost (laughs) actionable how similar it is to Sailor Moon.
0: Yeah, we get a lot of letters about it. Like we really need to cut back on it. (laughs)
1: So what is your history with the show?
0: Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to apologize first because I'm going to make you guys feel a little bit old because I got into Sailor Moon when it came out over here in America. I think I was seven. Wow. Yeah. I'm only like 27. So I guess if it's hitting its 20th anniversary, yeah, seven makes sense. But um, yeah, I remember when it came over on... um, it wasn't before it was on Toonami. I forget what it was on. It was on like a bunch of small random channels.
2: Yeah, it was just uh, it was and, just uh, syndicated.
0: Yeah. Um, but I remember like I would wake up early to get ready for elementary school and I have an older brother and he would hug the TV and then every once in a while I'd get to sneak in and change the channel and I'd always change it and I'd see this girl and she's in a short skirt and there's the moon behind her and I'd be like, I don't know what this is, but I want it. I, I need this. And then I never saw it again till it came back on Toonami. And between those years, my brother got me obsessed with anime. So when it showed up again, I lost my mind. (laughs) And yeah, I've pretty much been obsessed with it ever since. I think you guys have had a bunch of guests that talked about having like a Sailor Moon guru almost. I was that annoying kid in school where I was the one that got obsessed and researched it, and then would like come in the next ga- day and be like, "Did you guys know in the Japanese version that this happened and this happened?" And no, oh, I went and downloaded the whole manga. So yeah, I'm that jerk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was what was your scans later name?
0: Oh god. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably something embarrassing with a bunch of Japanese le- names in it. <laughs>
1: Now uh also if if people head over to uh your Twitter account, which is Shannon Manor, that's uh M-A-N-O-R, uh there's also a a picture you posted of uh you, you called it one of your first ever Sailor Moon drawings. And it's yeah. it's First of all, it's as good as I can do now. <laughs> I think. Did you Did you get a sketch from me? Because if you did, you know that is true.
0: I, I did, and I wasn't kidding when I said I got it framed and put it on my desk.
1: Oh, wow, that's very sweet of you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but I like the I like your use of whiteout for the uh, the costumes.
0: Thank you. Although you
1: did not color in Ami's uh,
0: for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. I also I liked her. I don't know why I did that.
1: I also like that you have them positioned as though it is the Sailor Moon Olympics.
0: Uh, did i post the one where they were at a um spice girls concert i should have posted
1: <gasps> uh, no but that sounds amazing
0: uh, i'm gonna have to find that and post that because i totally found a picture that i drew in i guess fourth or fifth grade where they're at a spice girls concert because apparently i just wanted to make it as 90s as possible
1: that is
2: delightful
1: See, uh, I also. I was
2: going to okay. say, aside from n- not making me feel old, but it, it does make me feel like I probably should be pretty embarrassed that I was into Sailor Moon and the Spice Girls when a seven year old was into them and I was like getting out of high school going,
1: yeah, those same things are awesome. So. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, Jordan, if we need to stop being into things that children are into, <laughs> look, you and I both work in comic books, my friend. Children read comic books? Yeah, they used to. <laughs> Most, mostly it's just people in their 30s who used to read comics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Shannon, I also noticed, uh, because I was going through your, your Twitter photos to find that uh, the, the notebook paper drawing of, of Sailor Moon and the Scouts... Uh, that you, like, one of several other podcasts that I will most likely end up doing. You are also uh, appear to be a big uh, Sentai fan. I am. <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. So we will probably have to talk about that later so that everyone listening to this doesn't just turn it off. <laughs> uh, and also, Monster High. <laughs> Which started out as ironic for me and then quickly became not ironic at all, which is so often the case.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of doing this right now in me and my husband's toy room because it's the most private room we have. And there's totally a shelf right next to me right now that has about 30 of them on it.
1: Uh, Who is your favorite Monster High student?
0: Uh, Venus McFlytrap.
1: Okay, fair enough, fair enough.
2: Frankie.
0: Frankie's a good choice.
2: I'm googling Monster High because I don't know what that is.
1: (laughs) Oh, Monster High, Jordan. (laughs) Monster High <laughs> is a line of dolls that are monsters and they all go to high school. That's literally it.
2: Y- oh, yeah. They're weird looking.
1: And they all, yeah. have, they all have names like Draculaura and, <laughs> and Frankie Stein.
0: Like, I don't know how you feel about puns, but if you love puns, it is the lineup for you.
1: I guess you could say it's a scream.
2: <laughs> it looks like yeah, there's but- two male characters.
0: Oh, th- uh- there's... Well there's there's
1: more than that because there's a what, there's a what's uh
0: There's like at least 7.
2: Okay. Oh wow. So there's a there's, lot of characters. Oh, I see. There I'm seeing more and more characters as I click. I see.
0: There's a
1: boy Medusa. Yeah,
0: Deuce. Deuce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he has wow. the dumbest name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and there's uh there's a werewolf who is Dracula's boyfriend and and is, is it Claude?
0: Yeah, his cuz he's Claudine's oh, brother. Yeah, Claudine,
1: wow. Claude. Wow. Wow! So whenever we finish this, we're going to do that Monster High podcast where we watch all the Monster High movies. For me, a second time.
0: For me, a second or third time as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Shannon, who is your favorite scout?
0: Uh, I got to go with Makoto and Hotaru.
1: Okay, because that's surprising because when we were talking about it before the show, you talked about how much you love Venus, which is... Why you came on for this set of episodes because of what we're going to watch for next week.
0: I mean, to be fair, they're all my favorite characters. I mean,
1: look, I sympathize.
0: <sighs> I like depending who you're talking to me about. They're my favorite character and I love them
2: 100%. <laughs> you guys don't have re- like,
1: can't you have real favorites?
0: My real favorite is Makoto. Okay,
1: all right, good. Okay, Jordan, do you, like, are you the kind of person who who would like pick a favorite child of your own? I mean, not just like in general. <laughs> okay, that was real creepy. <laughs> uh, like, I if don't you know. Had children, would you be like that one's my favorite? I mean, listen, I have two cats and I
2: love mean. them both, but I do love one of them a little bit more.
1: <laughs> horrible, horrible. I can't help it. <laughs> So, uh, so why, uh, why Makoto? Is it the same reason that Makoto is the one that I usually go with?
0: Around the same. Uh, when I was a little kid, I was a big tomboy, mostly because I didn't really like the way that it was either you had to be girly or not girly. So I just was like, oh, I guess I'll be not girly. And then when I got into Sailor Moon, Makoto was like right on the line where she was like super big and she'd like punch people in the face. But then she'd also go home and like, Make cute baking stuff. And it was like the first time that I was like, oh, shit, you can do both. That's amazing. I'm going to do that. And I also had brown hair that I always kept in a ponytail. So when she kind of looked like me and was a lot like me, I was like immediately in love with her.
1: Uh, Now, are you one of our guests who is also weirdly uh, coincidentally 5'6"?
0: I am 5'6 right now. I was not when I was a child.
1: Every time we bring up Makoto's height, the guest is like, that's how tall I am. (laughs) That's exactly my height. I'm
0: not going to lie, though. If I was 14 and I met another 14-year-old that was 5'6", I probably would be mad at her because she probably would have been a lot taller than me.
1: See? See? Jordan, you grow. You grow when you're a teenager. But Sailor Moon doesn't. Yeah, just not if you are exactly the same. (laughs) If you look exactly the same a thousand years from now, no. (laughs) Everyone else. She's
0: also like an immortal super goddess. I don't know if we should judge (laughs) ourselves against her. (laughs)
1: Alright, well, with that said, uh, do we have anything else before we move on to the episode?
0: Uh, hmm. I did find my picture of the Sailor Scouts with the Spice Girls, and I'm about to tweet it at you guys.
1: Oh, okay. I will <laughs> I will wait for this.
2: <laughs> well, Chris, have you been on her Twitter today? Yes. Because have you seen the amazing Archer-Memoru uh, mashup? I have.
0: Oh yeah, I made you guys a present.
2: <laughs> it is
1: amazing. I, I love the inclusion of the trash bag. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic.
0: I, I couldn't leave it out. It's one of my favorite. Even when I was rewatching it with my husband, when Mamaru said that, we both had to stop and be like, what did he just say to her? This is a child. What are you doing?
1: I know. That's my whole thing. The, uh,
2: no, uh, no one denies that he went too far. <laughs>
1: you do no he went too too
2: far far. i just don't think that his intention was to hurt her i think he does still love her secretly
1: yeah whatever you also would pick a favorite child so
2: well i haven't done it yet
1: (laughs) well you picked a favorite cat i can't help it scape is awesome (laughs) oh my gosh there it is (laughs) that is that is the sailor scouts as the spice girls oh totally if
0: you look if you look down in the audience, you can totally see where like some of the outer scouts are. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> so, okay. So, let's see. What do we got here? That's obviously Sailor Moon is baby spice. Jupiter is sporty spice. Mercury is posh. Venus uh, is ginger. And then kind of by default, I, <laughs> Mars is scary, I guess.
0: <laughs> I actually have no idea what is going on in this picture. This was drawn in like maybe fourth grade.
1: That's awesome. Uh, Thoroughly delighted by this turn of events. <laughs> All right, so with that, let's uh, let's get into talking about the episode. Uh, like I said, episode forty-one. I won't run away from love anymore. Ami versus memory. Jordan, can I just have like 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 two seconds of your time? To uh, look, I'm going to give you twenty seconds.
2: Let me bring up the ha- clock. Just what? one second. No, you can't do it in one.
1: Can I just have like one second, you and I'll explain the entire premise of the show?
2: There's no way you can do it in one. <laughs> but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna give you twenty. You ready? Are you yes. marks?
1: get set go okay so we've got five teenage girls uh there's usagi skino uh ami mizuno rei hino uh makoto kino and uh minako aino they're the sailor scouts uh moon mercury mars jupiter and venus respectively and they fight the dark kingdom now stop (laughs) not too long ago too late that's it 20 (laughs) seconds well i gotta explain the rainbow crystal saga
2: do you (laughs) know
1: Yes, because it is actually relevant to this episode. <laughs> yes, it is. Now, if you're a regular listener or if you're a fan of Sailor Moon, you may remember the Rainbow Crystal Saga, which are the kind of seven episodes leading up to uh, the big reveal of the Silver Crystal and Sailor Moon being the Moon Princess and Mamoru being the reincarnation of Prince Endymion and all that weird stuff. Uh, Zoesite having a beautiful death, all that. Uh <laughs> You'll know that we love those episodes. Yeah. That's some of our favorite stuff. Uh, But it's also completely unique to the show. Like, there's no source material for that in the manga. It's just weird seven weeks of filler uh, that ended up being really good because we got kind of spotlight episodes for everybody. And then at the end of each episode, the uh, Yoma, because there were people running around with crystals inside them that turned them into monsters. They were the seven great Yoma. Uh, They were all cured and went on to lead happy lives. Except that this is the episode where they come back. Sort of. (laughs) Some of them. uh they all come back so they all come back they well i do we see all, i guess we see all of them yeah all seven yeah. of them
2: are on screen in this
1: episode yeah some of them just as pictures uh if this was a live action show uh you, you Menno, would be off filming something else and they would just have to use stock footage <laughs> but uh if you're not familiar with the events of those uh shows i would say go back and listen to sailor business those episodes they're very good but this <laughs> nice plug <laughs> Yeah, for the show you're already listening to.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was also very unlikely that people are like, no, I just started with this one. That's fine.
1: Hey, hey it could have happened.
2: Every podcast is someone's first podcast,
1: right? It's, it, look, it's true. <laughs> That's what it's Stan true. Lee said
2: on his podcast. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, listen, Jordan, if people want to try the show out, they're just going to go for what's the most recent. Nobody wants to go 40 episodes back at this point. Or maybe you do. I hope
2: you do. They should. They should. Good. Go back. Go back.
1: Yeah. Because look, this is Sailor Moon and things get real complicated. <laughs> uh, so this is Horrible Future 2 uh, because it is the return of uh, Ryo Urawa, who is uh, the boy who has a crush on Amy. We'll just call, we'll just call him that.
2: That's a very inaccurate description, but all right.
1: No, I think that, th- that is a very accurate description. I think that's an entirely accurate description. Well, you're right.
2: Yeah, it's, I agree. It's accurate, <laughs> but it's not the whole picture.
1: Oh no, it is.
2: I've I've got evidence written down. Oh
1: uh, no! Please, I cannot wait to have this debate with you. But uh, we open in Africa, oh. where uh, where uh, Andrew's girlfriend is doing her. <laughs> her archaeology? Yeah. It looks like like it looks like she's doing archaeology instead of uh, studying insects. Yeah. Which well, is the thing that she was going there to do.
2: Right. I mean they cuz they definitely made her sound like some sort of biologist. Uh when she, but she did say she was going to study the origins of life. So looking at, you know, these 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 uh uh what do you call them? Uh what do they call rock dead rock animals
1: fossils? Fossils. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were trying to come up with these specific words. No, I was just looking for fossils. I couldn't think of it. Uh, Dead rocks. (laughs) Dead rock animals. Dead rock animals. (laughs) You mean like Jedi? (laughs) Oh. Oh. Um, Too soon. By the way, we should have said this at the top of the show. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I did ask for someone to write uh, fan fiction of Jedi trying to sell a couch on Craigslist. Oh, yeah. And it happened, and it's amazing. It was really good. It was really funny. Did we we must have we
2: retweeted th- it. It was it was so funny.
1: Oh, we definitely did. And it is, uh, Shannon, did you read it?
0: No, I'm finding it right now.
1: <laughs> I think my favorite part of it is, uh, like, Jedi shows up with his expense reports and Queen Beryl goes, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> no doesn't somebody and else then, bring uh, it
2: somebody else like calls no, him out on his expense reports
1: yeah uh uh it's uh, uh nephrite and she's like we have expense reports and he's like well yeah. it's energy expense not money expense <laughs> I, and then i think it's zoosite who goes you're a negative dick. <laughs> it's just my it
2: was super oh. funny it was super funny
1: um, so anyway, wait, b- before go. we before oh,
2: we continue yeah. moving on, I do want to mention there's gonna be this is an episode uh, that had a really fun original Deek translation. There was a bunch of interesting lines, and there was also just uh, it also just had a slightly different flavor. And this is where I will admit to you, Chris. I'm going to admit that they definitely amp up the Amy Greg relationship in the Deke one. It's there a lot in the in, in the Japanese one, but they take they kick it up a notch. Bam! In the American well. Deke version. <laughs>
1: That's a good. That's a good emerald. Thank you. <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2015. You're
2: you're very welcome. We're talking about Sailor uh, Moon, so it if, compared to what we're talking to, it's in the future.
1: Also, they made uh, Neptune and Uranus cousins. So <laughs> right, right, true. Um, so if 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 the dub is your big source of evidence, no, it isn't the big your- source of evidence,
2: but it definitely. I will probably say it's probably the reason that I think of them as like. I mean, thinking of them as, as quote-unquote OTP uh, is, is ridiculous. But, like, yes, the reason I think of them as, like, oh, he's the guy that she's with is because they definitely emphasize it. That being said, the Japanese version still goes along with that, and we'll talk about it.
1: Listen, listen, we'll get to it. And we, we look, we just so happen to have a tiebreaker on that Oh, that's not Who agrees fair. with me? We don't
0: know that yeah, yet. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to just go ahead and say I have a lot of notes saying not nice things about... Rio or Greg? Oh, oh no, <laughs> poor
2: Greg.
1: Well, because he's a he's a huge dork. Well, he's definitely a dork. Oh, as so opposed anyway. to Amy. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, Amy is a beautiful girl genius. So. Sure,
2: yeah, absolutely. Uh, that doesn't make her not a dork. A- Amy
1: is literally exactly as beautiful as everyone else on the show. <laughs> so.
2: so anyway, Andrew's girlfriend. The reason I brought up the the dub was because yes, Andrew's girlfriend is in Africa. Studying the beginnings of life through these fossils, these <laughs> dead rock animals. Dead
1: rock animals. <laughs> and um, I wanted I wanted this episode to be called Horrible Future 2, but I think dead rock animals has got it.
2: Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, and who shows up but Endemian going, uh, you know, hey, I'm here to kidnap you. <laughs> um, hey, what's up? But I wanted to mention the American dub here because, again, now, in the Japanese, he's called Prince Endymion. In the original Deke dub, they just call him Prince Darian. That is a name that means nothing to me. (laughs) Right, which is stupid. It makes no sense because that's his name. Um, So he shows up, again, looking exactly like Darian, sounding exactly like Darian. And she goes, who are you? And she goes, and he goes... I'm Prince Darien, and she's baffled by this. And it's like, you know, Prince Darien, your friend who you've met a million times.
1: I completely forgot while I was watching this that Memru and Matoki are best friends. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and she knows him. Absolutely.
0: Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs>
1: Oh, well. I'm just
0: proud of the Dark Kingdom for being able to go outside of Japan for once.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got, like, twice we're going to see it, right?
0: Does he have
1: the power to just teleport to Africa? Yeah. But but the expense report so. is huge. <laughs> the, the dark energy expenditure. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Memoru is looming over uh, <laughs> the lady whose name I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Because, look, Reika Nishimura is her name. But I'm Sorry. She is ultimately inconsequential. <laughs> uh, interesting thing is that uh, Memru addresses her by her real name and her monster name, which is really fun, um, and, and that's kind of interesting because again, he wasn't there for that. Like, I mean, he you know was around as Tuxedo Mask, yeah, but you know, Prince Endymion, Dark Kingdom Lieutenant with his armor, was not around. So that means somebody in the Dark Kingdom wrote everything down. Yeah, like he- they actually did write down. Hey, uh, Rio the Psychic Boy is actually this monster. Joe the Crane Game Troll is actually GameSend, the arcade game monster. Pro-
2: I mean, probably Queen Beryl just told him herself, because she, she says I think later... Queen she- Barrel keep like, remembers all that. Well, she's the one who I feel like
0: someone she- just gave him, like, a field report.
2: I mean, yeah, they they say she gave, she- him, like- she gave him the assignment, so I think I feel like she yeah, has Yeah, she gave to-
1: him these... I-, I think that means she was like, hey, go track down the people who used to be the seven great Yoma, uh... Uh, Teddy's junior has your has your records <laughs> go down. No, you don't think you don't think, files, you don't
2: think you don't think one one night lying in bed together. She was like, "Man, there's these seven <laughs> monsters, and they." They all got purified, but like if we could get them together and he's like, I could, I could do that. Just tell me. who They, they all are. got,
1: they all got healed by moon magic and the <laughs> crystals that were inside them that made the monsters are no longer within them, but we could probably still do something with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, baby, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, see,
0: I imagine like a manila folder just getting slid under his door that just said like seven monsters with like a question mark. And it's just a bunch of papers.
1: Hell yeah. So, uh, Mamoru (laughs) spins around the Dark Crystal and, uh, sucks Motoki's girlfriend into it. Oh, let's just Uh, give- can
2: we just take one moment to give super props to Nephlight, by the way? Because Nephlight made this Dark Crystal himself, and now it's been, like, the weapon of every person (laughs) since then.
1: Uh... Props to uh, Nefrite for being very plot oriented. <laughs> no, I'm just saying he didn't get it from Queen <laughs> Barrel. He was like,
2: "I'm gonna make this thing," and then since then, Queen Barrel's been like, "Yeah, that thing, that thing's pretty great.
1: That thing's very vaguely defined. This <laughs> <help us> out <laughs> out. It does whatever <laughs> we need." <laughs> <laughs> so uh he sucks her into the dark crystal which is another one of his powers and then mm. he holds it up and we see in each facet of the dark crystal is one of the monsters so we have uh motoki's girlfriend we have joe showing up with a bag by the way it's kind of hard to see it's in there he really literally has his look. bag of stuffed animals from crane games
2: wait i have to see this i have to see this uh, uh there's the girlfriend yeah
1: oh there, there it is no. you're absolutely right yes. it's hidden by the he has like,
2: sheen of, of the trillions. crystal but it's there. Wow.
1: That's uh there's uh Bakshi, the priest, is uh is up in there, and most importantly, Rhett Butler, the giant green cat. Which means that Endymion went to the Ohara household <laughs> and probably loomed over a cat and talked to it for a little bit. Or he,
2: he caught it when it's outside and got chased by lots of other razor mouthed cats. <laughs>
1: He definitely was like, hello, Rhett Butler, or should I use your real name? (laughs) Amazing. And uh, Rhett Butler
2: yawns in the crystal and goes to sleep. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Rhett Butler is a true hero. So uh, after that, uh, we... Well, well, no, you know, the
2: the reason Rhett Butler doesn't, like, save the day in all this is that you don't realize, like, in the interim, he's been captured by evil cats and brainwashed.
1: Really? Is is that your fan fiction that you're writing? Yeah, he, ha- he
2: lives the exact same life as Mamoru. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just as a big, giant, fat cat. Oh, man. What if what if Rhett Butler was his Luna? <laughs> <laughs> I that would be the best. That would be the best. Well, like, Mamoru goes home like- and he talks to this big,
2: giant, fat cat who's just like... Eh. How'd it In go? another
1: twenty years when they reboot Sailor Moon again <laughs> and they do Sailor Moon Crystal plus Alpha or whatever it is. 3D crystal. <laughs> Sailor Moon Dark Crystal.
2: Oh. Uh,
1: then uh look, we've got we've got a lot of suggestions on how to how to make things better. Uh so we cut to the Mizuno household where Amy is once again alone <laughs> since her mother doesn't care. Uh, it's snowing outside. Her mother's has a really
2: She's a doctor. Yeah, She's important.
1: Yeah. Well what's more what's what's really important? <laughs>
2: she had to Can't choose between her career and her child and she chose a career this is what happened
1: uh amy is wearing a super cute cardigan i love this cardigan uh because it's a litter sweater it's got a it's got an a on it for amy it's so adorable it, it, also i love that it's like she's wearing a a cardigan indoors she is <laughs> like, wearing
2: the the cardigan with the a on it and devin made fun of her and was like that's she's wearing an a for amy and i was like nope that's her grade <laughs> she was like she wants everybody to know i got an a guys oh or she's an adulterer wrote
0: that down in my notes i'm like is the a for amy or to remind herself that's the grade she needs to get
2: (laughs) or she's an adulterer guys don't forget
0: (laughs) (laughs) how dare
1: you it's one of the three
2: um she picks up the phone and she it's interesting because in the japanese version and and i just remember seeing it in the japanese one, going oh that's yeah okay that's the way they do it but it's she she just calls herself mizuno um She's like, hey, Mizuno here. And, uh, and he goes, yeah, here's me by my last name too. Um, but then also in the Deke version, and it's just because it's so weird hearing them say it, she picks up the phone and says, Anderson residence. And I was just like, oh, what? What? that's right. I guess she is Amy Anderson. So weird.
1: Uh, she, she's Amy Anderson. She's Ami Mizuno, Right. But I never pronounce her name correctly. Yeah, we're, 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 uh, Ameri-centric. So she gets a call from Rio, who, opens with the question are you near a tv (laughs) which which rio you're psychic just just say hey turn on your tv like i realize that it's a courtesy that's a weird question uh and we get this weird moment where he's like are you near a tv and Amy's like yes i have one right here (laughs) it's like we just like really needed this episode to be five seconds longer guys (laughs) Uh, so we cut to Rio in a payphone because this is a very 1992 scene where people are answering landlines <laughs> and don't have color ID and can't just check out the news on the internet. Uh, in Crystal, it would be uh, you maybe Yumeno is trending. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here uh, you maybe Yumeno is on the news, and uh, Rio's like, hey, yeah, she's the fifth of the people who used to be the seven great monsters who have been who have gone missing lately. And I have to say, I am not a fan of rio as a character. I am not a fan of Greg. Uh, but I do like that they realize, hey, what's the easiest way we can get somebody to know what's happening? Oh, let's use that psychic kit. Yes. Well, <laughs> because you don't have to explain how he even knows there are like like Bakshi, like the priest, did not know there were <laughs> there were seven great monsters. He just had a weird afternoon. <laughs>
2: We don't know. I mean, again, they all have some psychic powers. I guess. But his I were mean, the he, only like, ones that were this psychic. Like, the, he's this is what he did. He yeah. did precog stuff.
1: Did we talk about whether the priest had psychic powers or not? We did not, a little bit. He was like super empathetic.
2: Right. We did a little <laughs> bit. Like, cause you, and I think, yeah, you said super empathetic, or you could say, like, yeah, his, his and this and that and the other thing like th- that whatever his psychic powers he has he used in his priestness sure
1: uh, so he's like yeah look someone's going after the people and the next target is either me or uh, or Gramps Ray's Grant. yeah grandpa oji Uh, which I like that too because you know we talked about the, uh, the idea of doing like a suicide squad type story and I love the idea that the Dark Kingdom would go back for revenge <laughs> against all these monsters who didn't work out But I guess this probably
2: isn't revenge. Well, yeah. Revenge is a little bit much. But, like... Well, uh, as... I mean, as Sailor Moon refers to it twice in this episode, once in the intro and once later, uh, it's... Well, she says it's not like recycling
1: cans, guys.
2: You can't just recycle plot points or monsters. Stick to
1: recycling cans, (laughs) not plot points. (laughs) Um...
2: Listen, first, uh, just point one, number one, Amy is super excited to hear from him.
1: Okay, move on. Yeah, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm super excited to hear from you Thank you. we talk. Thank you. (laughs) Good. But, (laughs) I mean, I hate to break this to you, Jordan, I'm not romantically interested in you.
2: Mm. I mean, I think you're probably okay. (laughs) I've seen some fanfic. I have a girlfriend. That says otherwise. Um, no, listen, that's fine. But I'm just saying, he goes, hey, it's me, Greg, or whoever, Rio, <laughs> and he, she's like, oh, happy. Okay, that's all. Let's go. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, because why would you be happy to hear from a friend you hadn't heard from in a while? Whatever. Like, a, a purely platonic friend that you hadn't heard from in a while.
2: With a picture of you she, eating a hamburger.
1: Uh, he, he he does not have that picture anymore. Well, he... Oh, right. He gave it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he has that weird
2: grandma picture now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that... that that weird that that picture that definitely says hey i'm not interested in you <laughs> no <laughs> Anyway. Here is my my school picture. Thank you. I'm looking right now. Enjoy your new life.
2: I'm looking right now at a screen that is a a split screen between the two of them as they talk on the phone, and it really emphasizes how freaking weird he looks in this episode. This is an episode with some weird animation. Uh, It is. Especially him. Like, he looks like... His eyes look like old school Mickey Mouse eyes. Like, solid black with the like little wedge cut out of them.
1: Yeah,
0: there's like a little... Good. He doesn't have pupils and it really weirds me
2: out. Yeah, it's so strange. Especially, again, especially with her right on the other side of the screen, you go, that's what they draw eyes like in Sailor Moon. What are they doing with you, kid? And he also has like a weird button nose in this scene. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's very strange.
1: So uh, Makoto is walking by and goes, hey, isn't that isn't that, that boy that likes Amy? That's uh, not what but, she says, but okay. Isn't is that the boy that Amy doesn't like? Ugh. I think that's what she says. Is this a boy that Amy has no interest in whatsoever? That's not what she says. <laughs> pretty sure. That's, I'm pretty sure that's the exact. Du- that might be the new Deke dub. You don't have that. Duh. So that but the new Viz uh, dub. I mean, there you go. Um, so anyway, she gets a call on her pocket calculator <laughs> from Luna because apparently Amy hug up the because ph- it is like five seconds later. So Amy hung up the phone, called Luna, and Luna's calling the rest of the Scouts, uh, and they are all summoned to a meeting at the Hikawa Shrine. Now, I love Usagi. <laughs> Oh, you love Usagi, yeah, Shannon. I'm going to assume that you also love Usagi. I love Usagi. So before we even get there, I just want to warn everybody: this is she's bad in this episode. She's oh awful. no, she really is. Like these next two episodes, she is a like is it is the worst of Usagi in this show. Like if these were the episodes you saw, then I would completely understand the right. idea of being like like being a a Usagi hater. Well, I guess you'll
2: be defending, uh, or or, uh, fending off Amy's true relationship, and I'll be defending Usagi. So there you go.
1: (laughs) True relationship. (laughs) how how many times does rio appear after this by the way Uh, he's in
2: he's in every episode in her heart
1: is he he, maybe that's that's in the old dub i don't have those (laughs) okay so forewarned is forearmed uh we come to the dark kingdom uh is like hey why are you trying to perfect the seven great monsters didn't they take the crystals out of them what is like, what, what is this plan? <laughs> think, we barrel? Well, the what answer we is,
2: if we get all seven of them back together in one place, we can reenact Night on Bald Mountain. Because that is what happens. The seven monsters come together and form the giant Bald Mountain monster on top of a mountain. Uh, and they're playing classical music, although they're not playing uh, that song.
1: That's a, that's a very brainy reference.
2: Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a Fantasia reference. I mean, it's a Disney reference. <laughs> <laughs> um but that, because that's totally what happens well it, that's what it looks like to me anyway
1: i also like how all the monsters are represented in her explanation as like weird shadow demon kind of things yes and not as you know their actual selves a, a, a mean arcade game and a mean like artist. well you know what giant feather
2: that answers our question i guess about whether they were arcade games and and scientists and stuff on the moon and the answer is no they were just weird shadows and they just take new forms
1: shannon do you have any thoughts on this as a as a as a character designer do you have any thoughts on uh, on on why these shadow demons turn into arcade games
0: and science people i have no idea (laughs) what they're doing with most of these monsters but i accept it because they look kind of awesome
2: (laughs) yeah do you have a favorite you have a favorite monster
0: oh god Um, all my favorite monsters, we really, we really don't see until the later seasons, which you guys haven't touched on. So like, I'm a big fan of all the guys that show up like with the Amazon quartet or all the the stuff that shows up with like Galaxia at the end.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I like crazy people monsters more than like weird robot monsters. Or I guess crane game monsters. (laughs) Yeah, like,
2: like Iron Mouse Vaguely science monsters, yeah. sailor iron. Yeah, Mouse. like all
0: oh, like yeah, yeah. I usually like the main villains more than I do the uh, like one shot villains.
2: What's the, Isn't there a guy but Tiger's actually, Eye? Is Tiger's Eye one of the from the Amazon trio, or Amazon Quartet? I mean,
0: uh, he's not from the Quartet, but oh, okay. he's from that same season. Okay. He's like the early ones, and then they disappear. And they bring in the Amazon Quartet.
2: Okay. My memory is bad. <laughs> so. Oh, also, I, oh my God, I, I just found another, the other big th- piece of evidence that I totally forgot about, uh, because I clicked on the wiki entry for the episode.
1: Uh, Chris, what's this episode called again? Uh, I Won't Run Away From Love, Ami versus Memoru. I'm sorry, what was that first part? Uh, it was, I Won't Run Away From Love, because y- Memoru is running away from his love. No, that is not true. <laughs> Be, well, because Rio tried to run away from his is unrequited love? No. Is specifically unrequited love?
2: No. That is not. That is not it. But let's keep going.
1: <laughs> so I cannot wait until we get to the one where they dance. That's fine. That'll be, be great. So smug. It's going to be terrific.
2: <laughs> but the, but for now,
1: I love that episode. <laughs> all right. So here's what I was saying about Usagi because we couldn't oh no wait, wait, wait hold on In- wait,
2: wait, 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 we did we finish the, the queen barrel seat well it was just yeah it was just yeah uh, we finished
1: it Quinn's <laughs> like
2: being like why are you doing it why are you letting him do it and she's like because I'm the boss now shut the hell up yeah,
1: yeah and Kenzo's like but I have this thing where we have the moon princess store and it's the store for moon princess things and, and everybody who comes in the store we check them out and see if they're the moon princess
2: do you think the secret origin in this episode is exactly like what happened to us in the last two episodes where we were like remember when we did the rainbow crystal episodes and those were good and these episodes are dumb and they were like, "Yeah, if only we could recapture that."
1: Yeah, let's do another. Let's, let's do another Rainbow Crystal episode, guys. Uh. I would not be surprised. If, like, I honestly would not be surprised because, like, you have to think that the people working on the show knew they were doing like really fun stuff with those. Yeah, like they had to be fun to make. I mean, they wrote Meow Fresh. <laughs> like, yeah, you have to think that they were like, "Eh, look, let's." Because also last week's episode was kind of a spotlight mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was a, it was a Ysagi spotlight, but like not really in the way that this episode is kind of a, like, like more of an Amy spotlight because right. You know, Sailor Moon's barely in it and I don't think Ray or Miniko have like more than one line each.
2: They don't, I, don't, I don't think they even transform.
1: Yeah. You know, who does transform. The you know who does like actually come to help uh, Amy uh, and seems very invested in Amy's love life is a uh, Makoto. In, in, interestingly enough. Yeah. In
2: her, in her love life, in making her have one with someone else, but let's keep going. In tr- we'll th- in,
1: in trying to make sure that Amy is happy, like, sure. like one would do for someone one loved. Oh, you're okay.
2: So you're talking about Minako's unrequited love for Amy. That's fine.
1: Uh, well, Makoto's, but yeah, sure. Minako can have. A oh shoot. One. Okay,
2: you're right, Makoto. I'm sorry. Lita is no. who I meant.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you don't know as much as you thought.
2: I just made a mistake. Mistakes happen. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) the scouts are all sitting around (laughs) drinking tea and eating oranges.
1: Yeah. And and like I said, okay, first two things about this. One, the animation is weird in this episode because everybody looks like they were drawn by Paul Grist, which I am not opposed to. I would love to see Paul Grist's Sailor Moon, but also everybody's faces are just weirdly shaped. Uh, second, here's what we know, okay? Five people have been abducted by the Dark Kingdom. The next two people are going to be either, and here you go, Jordan, this is for you. Okay. Either Amy's boyfriend Mm -hmm. or Ray's grandfather. Yes. Like, there are personal connections to the next victims of this crime. Absolutely. Usagi (laughs) could not give less of a fuck.
2: Well, (laughs) in her defense, almost none of them could. Ray is not concerned at all she's left grandpa out there having a snowball fight with chad does not give a crap she's not got her eye on him she's not she's just sitting there
1: and they're all which i do love because we see uh like when in the establishing shot we see uh yuichiro and grandpa uh shoveling snow and then we see them through a and they have just given up and are having a snowball fight
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah like greg told amy don't don't worry about me if you come to get me it's bad greg or rio uh if you it'll go bad like don't come get me you protect grandpa that's cool and amy so amy doesn't and so she comes to the shrine and she's like yeah he says don't he says don't and jupiter goes but you like him and he's gonna get kidnapped and kind of like it
1: doesn't matter if you like him he's gonna get kidnapped we should go (laughs) we should go find him and help him (laughs) uh makoto also goes listen we'll just walk around i'm sure we'll run into them they're in fucking tokyo (laughs) there are millions of people in tokyo and it's also a snowstorm
2: going on oh uh by the way when when she when she so in the deke dub uh deke dub amy's like yeah we're not gonna he said not to go get him and jupiter says isn't he your boyfriend and amy responds where did you get that nutsoid idea
1: yeah, that's right that is a nutsoid and idea. then
2: Jupiter goes hey did you ever hear about <laughs> did you ever hear about that river in Egypt? Denial
1: pretty that's, intense that's nutsoid that's what that is. <laughs> so anyway point is Jupiter you must be some kind of dweezil to believe that he's uh, <laughs> in love with that kid
2: So Jupiter like basically grabs Amy by the shoulders and picks her up and says, let's go. We're going and takes her out and says, we're going to go find him. I saw him on the way here. So he's not that far away. Oh, and then she leans back into the door and goes, you guys look after Grandpa. Wink with a smile. I'm talking about the fact that he's going to get kidnapped and
1: turned into a monster. Wink, wink. I'm talking about the fact that. Your boyfriend is gonna, And your ex-boyfriend is going to come back and try to murder your grandfather tonight. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) And again, this is a serious situation. Usagi could give a fuck. She is literally reading manga at the time. Like she's not even listening to anything. She bursts
2: into tears. Possibly. uh, Is it over this? No, it's over the manga. And then, (laughs) and then her and Ray get in a fight. Uh, because she's like, "Hey, don't read my manga without my permission. You're getting your tears all over them." <laughs> Although in yeah. the, I think in the in the Deke dub, she was actually spoiling the manga that Ray hadn't yet read, which yeah. is way worse.
1: Ray physically attacks her friend. Yep. for crying on her manga. And Venus laughs about it, <laughs> which I sympathize with. Too. Let's, be, let's be real. Uh, then we
2: get an awesome scene that I love <laughs> for its preposterousness uh darian is mamoru is walking around tokyo with the dark crystal which now is also a homing beacon as well it has a lot of powers guys (laughs) he's walking around the street he's waiting to cross the street at a giant intersection and he's like yeah he's coming they, Him and Greg or Rio meet in the middle of an intersection, just come face to face. And he's just like, hey, you, uh, you're a monster. <laughs> We're in a giant crowd of people, but I know you are you and you're a monster and I'm going to take you. So and he's like, you're in Demian. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they just kind of like have this weird tense moment in with him in like these ridiculous, quote unquote, slick shades.
1: Oh, I want to talk about his outfit. <laughs> okay. Oh my god,
0: his outfit is amazing. Sh-
2: Shannon,
1: please, please talk about this outfit.
0: His pants match his stupid jacket, <laughs> and I love it so much.
1: And it's like, it, it's black, but it's got blue highlights. Yeah, which like a. Gives yeah. the impression that it's shiny. Yeah. So it's like he's wearing a black leather suit. Yeah. <laughs> I think he is. Is he not?
0: That's what it looks like. It looks like he's wearing black leather pants that perfectly match his black leather jacket.
1: Is it even a jacket or is it a turtleneck? Is it a leather turtleneck? I think it's a high collar jacket. Like Like he's got his collar turned up.
0: I think he has the um, lapels popped up. Yeah. You know, complete the look.
2: Because he's cool, yeah. (laughs) So so long story short, Ryu just starts going, oh, you forgot one thing. Everybody, this guy's a murderer, help me. (laughs) And then the crowd just like, which, this, this is not the way I think crowds react to hearing someone is a murderer. <laughs> I don't think that they immediately <laughs> swell in on the murderer to contain him. This is the bravest crowd in Tokyo I've ever
1: heard. I would think I mean, everybody goes, look. this is a murderer, you somebody, run away. If somebody was shouting, hey, this guy's a murderer. <laughs> like I mean, look, you live in the hard-ass streets of New York City. <laughs> I know that... I know that you step over people every day. <laughs> I know that you you'll you'll leave someone uh, bleeding out in a gutter if it means you can make your subway train, Jordan. <laughs> oh God! All right, fair. Do you remember that? Uh, Wait, so you're saying that, you don't do that? No, no, no. I live in the south. So if where, in the uh,
2: south, if someone yells out, "This guy's a murderer,"
1: you run straight for that murderer. Well, we we just bring the person who's yelling some iced tea and cornbread. <laughs>
0: As someone who lives in Atlanta, yes, that's exactly. what we
1: do. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Like I do feel like saying, "Hey, this guy's a murderer." Would <laughs> probably get people's attention. No, it would get uh, their attention, but they immediately close in on him. It is so weird. It's. It, it would be. Listen, you he know does what? not look that tough.
2: If you redub it, if you redub it, you could redub this scene as him going, "Guys, it's Tom Cruise, everyone," and then they all swell in. That would be more believable. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: they all look angry. But they do look that kind of. A, that's a,
1: it
2: depends on what he's done recently, I guess.
1: They do look now, pretty angry. You're right. <laughs> now, in the new dub, the dub that's on the DVDs, uh, I don't know if this is what they're actually saying because you know they're, they're kind of you know there's a lot of crowd murmuring, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go back and listen to it to make sure because if it's not I, like I want it to happen. <laughs> okay. but I am almost positive the first time I watched this that, like, when, you know, uh, uh Rio is running away, like, there's a crowd going, like, murderer, murderer. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it might be murderer, but I'm pretty sure there's, like, just one guy going, eh, some kind of pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I um, hope so. I, I hope listened so. to the
0: new dub, but I don't remember hearing that. I have to go listen to that again now.
1: Like I want, like it's probably murderer. I wanted to be somebody just looking over and seeing Memoru <laughs> looking freaked out in his head-to-toe leather suit. You know, that's a perf. Well, they're right. I mean,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Some kind of guy who calls fourteen-year-old girls trash bags on the uh, on the street and then gets them drunk and makes out with them. <laughs> He didn't get her drunk. She got
2: herself drunk. He didn't even necessarily know she was drunk. He probably knew. So, so, so this is the scene. Uh, so now we cut to Jupiter and Amy walking around the streets looking for Greg.
1: Right, right. Now we cut to the scene where uh, Makuta goes, "Hey, isn't Rio your boyfriend?" And Amy goes, "No," and blushes. Yeah, she's embarrassed that she that, no. that anyone would think she would date that dork. No, it sounds
2: like she might be running away from love.
1: Anyway. Uh, I don't know where you possibly got that idea.
2: Can we talk about the fact that it's winter and snowing and Amy is wearing a a skirt shorter than her sailor skirt? It's ridiculous. Her legs (laughs) must be freezing.
1: Like fashion.
2: (laughs) That's yeah. That's what Amy cares about most of all. As always.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is it is a very short skirt, because when you see her next to Makoto, like, Makoto's, at least, is, yeah. like, knee-length. But, uh, yeah, Amy's Amy's rocking a mini-dress <laughs> under her Cardi. She's got a scarf, a cardigan, and a mini-dress.
2: Yeah, she's probably wearing, Thank like, three layers look. on top, and, like, the tiniest skirt in the world, and bare legs.
1: Well, look, she can't let her tummy get cold.
2: <laughs> sure. And she wants to impress Greg, except that's not true, because she was wearing this outfit beforehand uh, Anyway. Um, yeah. So, Amy... Uh, so Jupiter is like giving her a talk and being like, "It's clear you like this guy. Why are you running away from love?" Uh, she's like, "No, yeah, we have a mission." Why are you
1: acknowledging that love that's right in front of you? Yeah, Rio. <laughs> if you not don't the love, that's like right in front of her. Well,
2: she's literally turns away from her, so it's not right in front of her. <laughs> Um, but she's like, if you don't go for this, you're going to regret it. And yes, Chris, I will totally accept the interpretation that she's talking about herself. I'll accept that. She's in love with Amy. I'm with you. That's fine.
1: There, it's it's kind of like when you're 14 and you have a crush on someone, but you don't think that person likes you back. Right. So you just want them to be happy. Absolutely. I'm on board. That's kind of what's happening here. I'm totally Except on board. that person is trying to tell you, that, like, yeah, I don't care about this other person's feelings. <laughs> Because they say that multiple times. But even heroes
2: deserve to go on a date. And it's okay to go on a date with a boy that you like, is what Jupiter says.
1: I mean, look, look I 100% agree that it's okay to go on a date with a boy you like. I just don't think there's a boy Amy likes.
2: Um, we have this weird moment of, like, Amy in a fantasy world where Amy is standing still and then... Like splits in two and disappears while Greg runs for her and tries to grab her with a giant bear hug. It's very weird. (laughs) And then looks
1: around like, what? I don't know whose fantasy that is. I don't know why that happens, but it does. Um... Uh, we then see for a very brief moment in the crowd because we see Rio in the crowd. Yeah, Amy as sees he's, him uh, walking by. But more importantly, is there is a, a tiny old woman, like a four foot tall old woman, holding up a like a picket sign. <laughs> yeah, that has Brett Butler on it, and it has it has a a, a headshot and a profile <laughs> shot, body shot, full body. Full body, and it says, Missing Cat. If you see him, please contact O'Hara's. Is that what it says? Uh, Yes. It it translated. It it is translated on the DVD.
2: Okay. Uh, I, so I—that's awesome because first of all, it's a great Easter egg. Second of all, the Scarlett O'Hara hired an old lady to walk around with a sign for her cat.
1: I mean, I, I think the impression is that that is her parent. No, no we saw her mother, grandparent.
2: Uh, I would prefer that she hired an old lady.
1: I mean, what I don't get is what like this is a job that can be done by a telephone pole. <laughs> But no. it's so
0: much more personalized when you get someone else to just do it for you. Then it looks like you care more.
1: I mean, I agree. that this- if I saw a sad person holding up a sign about their missing pet, like I would be like, "Oh man, that's really sad." This way, I will look around for any eighty-pound cats that I see. <laughs> this
2: way, you don't have to. You only have to make one sign, and you have the sign move around rather than putting up lots of signs.
1: I guess that's true. You do make a good point.
2: So anyway, Amy sees Greg Gre- Gre- Rio Re- 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 uh, popping through the crowd, and she's like, doesn't say anything because she's, I don't know, dumbstruck. And <laughs> Jupiter's like, well, uh, so you <laughs> I can see why you'd hesitate. And then she just runs, and <laughs> Jupiter thinks she's running to get away from her lecture. <laughs> she's like, I'm not done <laughs> telling you how to live your life yet. And Amy's like, no, I saw him. Let's go. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Let's all all take a moment. I can understand why you'd hesitate.
2: So Rio is running from uh, Endymion and he cuts down an alleyway. And at the end of the alleyway, whoa, what is that? Oh, no. It's sailors Jupiter and Mercury having transformed into, you know, sailor scouts.
1: Yeah, cheated out of a transformation sequence.
2: Yep, no transformation. Sorry. Uh listen, and before you get your hopes up, Chris, it's not as small as an alleyway as in the cat episode. So they can Unbelievable.
1: All- like all the callbacks. They could have done a super <laughs> small alley.
2: They didn't do that. <laughs> they can they are allowed to move and nobody looks up anybody's skirts in this version. So
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting that you bring that up. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't happen, mm. I said. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, uh, so, so Endymion. Endymion shows up, Mamoru shows up yes. yeah, Like, chilling out on a fire escape As the Dark Kingdom generals do That's, <laughs> that's a go-to move for the Negaverse uh, And he jumps down, he's like, hey, uh, I'm gonna beat you up and take your friend <laughs> BG dubs, just a, a quick heads up RQ Well, he does uh, offer gonna-
2: to not beat them up if they just give over the friend
1: <laughs> Yes he does true, true, so he's sporting uh, and, th- and this is frustrating for me because what's gonna happen is Amy's gonna take uh Rio and run while Makoto is like Makoto, like, does a full Bruce Lee pose. Oh, yeah. and goes, Hey, I don't want to have to fuck you up, but I'll do it. Which is that is Makoto's life motto, <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, let's <laughs> talk about frustrating to me because I don't care if he does have the ability to teleport to Africa and back. Uh, she should be able to beat the shit out of him, and I will tell you why. Why? Let's hear it. Okay, we know, we know that, uh, Mamoru studies karate. We know that is the case. That is canonical.
2: Oh, you're gonna do, pro- you're gonna do transitive...
1: Transitive property! <laughs> yep. Transitive hey, property. See. Go ahead. We know that Ray beat him all three times <laughs> when they sparred together, and there is no way that Ray is better at fighting than Makoto.
2: Well... His powers cutie, are jacked right? up by. I,
1: she shoots lightning out of her head.
2: Not Him for some reason.
1: <laughs> oh, she does. She does supreme, supreme thunder here. It just, right here. He dodge. Oh, okay.
2: Oh yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. He just kind of goes. <laughs> dodge right out of the way, which is a great move that no one has ever tried before. Yeah, but no. Like, let's talk about. Let's talk about uh, the the Amy running away with Greg though for a second. Uh, because um, yes. Again, Jupiter goes. Go. You handle to
1: hear that I just rolled my eyes. Oh no,
2: I did not hear you roll your eyes. Uh, and in the again in the Japanese version, it's mostly just like her going protect him. It's important, and she's like, but and she's like, go. In the Deke, they ha- they literally have her be like, you go take Greg because of that thing that we talked about.
1: <laughs> she literally says that.
2: <laughs> it's not about protecting him. It's about giving them time to like fall in love. That is what Jupiter is concerned with. Listen, (laughs)
1: Demian, I don't want to have to fight you, but I'm pretty sure my friends want to make out. (laughs) Yep, basic. Basic, uh, and
2: but 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 you're right when you mention him transporting himself to Africa because he should just go. Oh, okay, Zerp. I'm after them again. I don't need to fight you. I don't want to fight you. I have no interest in fighting you.
1: So uh, they start fighting, and <laughs> Amy makes the call through the scouts, and she's like, "Hey, we got a problem. Uh, somebody's ex-boyfriend is uh, going after this guy that I like." Uh, You'd there you go, Jordan. I, ga- I gave you one. Thank you. I gave you one. Uh, but back at Hikawa Shrine, back at Sailor <laughs> Scout headquarters. <laughs> they're still fighting. They're still fighting over the manga. Sailor Moon falls down. Like, first of all, Sailor Moon is wearing a. Like, she's wearing a quilt. <laughs> like, she's wearing. <laughs> a duvet. Yeah,
2: it's enormous. I don't know what is, I would think it was just a bathrobe, but like later we see it and it's so
1: big. It's like yeah, it's like and it's bell-shaped. It is like it's a weird plaid gigantic coat with her tiny little legs thing out of it. It's almost like when she was a tennis ball.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's so so, so thick and she <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is an adorable and so, scene. And she, and, she's and, not. And, that no, it's bad. great, and it's even better in the new dub because she, like, uh, Ray, lets go of the manga, and Isagi falls down and bumps her head, and then is very clearly concussed for the rest of the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Like she, her eyes are weird. Like, and in the dub, like in the 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 Japanese version, she just goes, "Yeah, all right, let's go. Come on, <laughs> hurry up," and just kind of wanders out the door, like waving her hand. In the new dub, uh, she goes, "All right, let's go! Come on, Luna! I have no idea where we're going," <laughs> <laughs> and just stumbles out the door, waving at her friends, who do nothing to help their friend who is clearly suffering from a head injury. Yeah, a lot of a lot of scouts dropping the ball.
2: Now cut back to the fight, and <laughs> w- w- this is a really weird fight. <laughs> Because it literally is them taking turns. They actually take turns attacking each other almost formally and completely not hitting each other. Like, when we cut back to them, Jupiter is just like, punch, 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 a million punches and kicks. And he's just like, dodge, 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 dodge. And then he catches one. And he's like, haha, very good. Now, this time, I'm attacking. And he does, like, knife hand at her a million billion times really quickly. And she just goes, dodge, 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 dodge until she tripped on the garbage can
1: (laughs) maybe maybe we can get shannon to talk about this as someone who works in animation but this is a really i I don't know if poorly animated is the the thing to say but it's like a really badly done fight because again all he's doing is like if you make your hands flat and put them perpendicular to the ground and just kind of you know shove them out like he is trying to poke her with his fingertips (laughs) like i mean i guess he's like he's Like, he's smiling, and he's like, yeah, I admire your fighting spirit. So he's clearly toying with her, but, like, it's like he's doing the robot at her. (laughs) Yeah. Right? (laughs) Yeah,
0: this fight scene just felt a lot like they didn't want to draw too much. So let's just see what we can do with as little as possible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, it's so weird. But then he actually throws a punch and they do that, uh, you know, Kung Fu movie thing where he stops the punch an inch away from her face. But the the, the wind of it blows her hair back, which is actually kind of cool.
2: Can I ask you a question? mate? Yeah. Punch why her? doesn't he just punch her?
1: That's an excellent question. <laughs> I I mean, I'll, I'll tell you why he doesn't punch her. Probably because, like, they would not want to have uh, Endymion punch a girl in the face. <laughs> Like on screen on this show <laughs> now in story reason I don't know I mean I'm, look I am glad they don't
2: there's good in him I could still feel it Ugh. it's the only option yeah
1: but like it's but in in other scenes we have seen him struggling right right like, struggling with his Dark Kingdom brainwashing here we don't see that at all no like we don't like there's no he's just like yeah you're like you're not even worth it but like you know, you know you're just gonna have to deal with her later <laughs> right. she's got four friends.
2: He probably should have just punched her in the face, which is not. Again, I don't want them to have done that. But he probably should have. We do not endorse have.
1: punching the sailor scouts in the in the in the face. Okay, <laughs> we are we are against punching the sailor scouts in the face. <laughs>
0: I think think it just would have made her angry, and then she just would have, like, electrocuted him to death.
1: Oh, like, it would have been great if he was like, you know, if I punch her, she's gonna do that thing where, like, she kind of, like, goes down a little bit, and then, like, comes back up, and, like, hulks up on me, and then it's on. I better not make it be on. (laughs) I better... Just uh, do the wind thing, but
2: see, she, but I don't understand why she doesn't then go. Oh, while you're walking away from me with your back to me, I might as well murder you with electricity.
1: She's an honorable fighter.
2: Ah, he bested me, so I will let him leave.
1: That's that's bushido, Jordan. Okay. When the when the when the samurai look each other in the eye and they know oh, they don't have to fight. Oh, okay. So that this is this was a he won the battle in our heads. Sure, surely you've read Wolverine comics and, see, and seen that story. Wolverine. Before. Yeah, he's a Canadian superhero.
2: Cut to a building with a giant billboard that says Sailor Moon on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? In English letters, a picture of a moon, a couple stars, sailor moon, billboard. Don't know what they're advertising there in world, but there you are.
1: You know, sailor moon.
2: <laughs> and panned out the building. That
1: building was probably turned into a billboard monster at one point. And sailor moon showed up to help him. You know people people really love billboards these days. <laughs> oh that no this is this is Quinsight's new
2: thing. Going on. I'll put Sailor Moon on a billboard and she'll be like, "Well, I got to go check out that billboard. It's got billboards. my name it on it." It would
0: probably work, so it's a good idea.
2: <laughs> Thankfully Amy doesn't notice this billboard while he's while she's leading uh Rio through the um through the city so uh he goes uh, oh hey let's go hide in the abandoned uh, amusement park and she's like uh <laughs> okay
1: there's a super villain after us where's the worst place <laughs> we could go like what place will guarantee that we get killed oh i know abandoned amusement park <laughs> <laughs>
2: um why didn't why didn't serena Usagi transform because then we cut to her running and and doing some ter- more terrible animation slipping and falling and crying she knows that her friends are in trouble <laughs> Like, she should have just been Sailor Moon. Oh, well.
1: I mean, look, this is not the weirdest thing we're going to see uh, as far as Sailor Moon acquiring transportation over the next couple weeks. That's true. So,
2: <laughs> that's true.
1: So, uh, yeah. Uh, again, real quick, uh, I do want to point out that uh, Isagi's outfit is super cute. She's wearing, a, she's wearing a sweatshirt that has a little bunny on the front and a little uh, big bunny on the back and a yellow scarf. Her scarf matches her glove. So Her sweater matches her shoes. She is coordinated.
2: And her tears flow freely. (laughs)
1: Her tears ruin manga.
2: (laughs) So uh, uh, Jupiter's like, has Endymion been around here? And they're like, no. (laughs) Okay, well, he's after Rio, so let's go. Uh, Cut back to the abandoned amusement park, which is called... Tenth Land, I guess.
1: No, it is called uh, the the sign says Tenban Land. Right, but isn't that uh, I? Isn't that well, like no, saying ten? Ten in Japanese is ju, so it's Jubon Land. Oh, at least I like I'm I'm pretty sure that is
2: the case. Nice, well done. So it's closed because it's nighttime and winter. <laughs> Uh, and they're, uh well, no. I and guess Rio
1: goes. I've always dreamed of coming to this scary, abandoned, closed-down amusement park with you.
2: He meant while it was open. Uh-huh. And she, she literally says, "What were you thinking coming here?" <laughs> she doesn't have that attitude, but she does say that. And yeah, he says, "I always dreamed of coming here with you, like on a date, because I like you." Um, and she
1: goes, "Yeah, that's dumb. It's a dumb stupid <laughs> She's story. she does not say that. Palm tree, kiddo.
2: He, uh, he's just like, now I have no more regrets because we've been here together. See, he's a sweetie. But she's more concerned with the fact that there's a bad guy coming. And he's like, Someone is die. literally
1: trying to murder them at this very moment.
2: And he's, he's like, look, I'll die. It's fine. I'm a monster. No one loves me. It's
1: fine. Now, I did want to bring that up because he says I'm not even a real human. Right. Now, we, we had this conversation about Grandpa and how Ray is literally one quarter monster. Because if he's not really human, if he's really a monster who just got purified into being a human, then that means Ray actually is literally one-quarter monster. I wasn't joking. (laughs) Yeah, that's so weird. (laughs) They are monsters. They know they are. because, like, it's been established that that even though the princesses, the, the scouts, are reincarnated, that, you know, Mama and Papa had a baby. You, you know, like,
2: <laughs>
1: Mrs. Skino was pregnant yeah. with Yusagi, with, like, a little baby with little tiny Odongos. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yusagi's, like, really their child. She just, you know, her soul is, is a reincarnation of the Moon Princess. Bunhead in the oven. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, like, they're real people, but the monsters aren't? Like, the Yoma aren't? Because I, like, I, you know, we talked about this a lot during the Rainbow Crystal Saga, where I was like, okay, are they just, like, you know, vessels? Like, how long have they been around? Because they're all different ages. Well, hold on. I mean, but I think... And one's a fucking cat. The part you're
2: missing, though, is that they are the monster, and the monster, like, I think that... Their humanness is fake, by which I mean physically, but their emotions and their personality is still the monster experiencing life as a human. So they're valid as individuals. You know what I mean? Like they're they they, st- they still feel an experience and can be good people or bad people. Based on like what they choose to do, um, so yeah. I mean, I think he's. I think he's right. He is a monster pretending to be a person, but he always thought he was a person, and he lived life as a person, and he thinks and feels and reacts as a person. So he's basically a person. Yeah,
1: I just, I, I, I need like I need. To, first of all, I have a lot of spiritual questions that I need to ask Boxy. <laughs> okay, Shannon, do you have any thoughts on on this on on the the personhood of the Great Yoma? Oh
0: man, I. I don't know. It's just so weird. Because, like, I was thinking the same thing where they're just, I was like, I assumed they were monsters that were put into people and the monster got taken out of the person and they got to go back to being people. But if they are just, like, still monsters, then I definitely don't want Amy dating that dude.
2: Oh, not right.
0: I'm just saying, if we're trying to save her from a monster, when she has a perfectly good giant best friend that she could totally be dating. (laughs)
1: Giant five foot six best friend.
2: If we're allowed to be so, racist towards monsters, then we're allowed to be racist towards Ray, and that's not probably allowed. So
0: I'm not saying discriminate against them because they're monsters. I'm just saying he's way too bland for Amy. They didn't even draw pupils on him.
1: He he is. Look, he sucks. Okay.
0: Even Jeez. if he was a regular person. I don't think
2: he's good enough for Amy. He's no. Look, okay.
1: He's clearly not good enough for Amy.
2: He's not that great of a guy. <laughs> Like, he, he's okay. He he wants to sacrifice for her, which is nice, but he also is, I mean, I remember he used to cheat on tests, right?
1: Well, he he knew the questions in advance.
2: Yeah, that's basically cheating. I don't know. I guess it's not 100% cheating, but that's, it's close.
1: That's 100% cheating. That's, that, like, if that's cheating, then paying attention to class is cheating. <laughs> well,
2: depends. I guess it depends on how well he studied this test.
0: I, I think there's a difference between learning information and seeing the future to know exactly what the answers on a test are. I don't think
1: he saw the answers. I think he just saw the questions. That was my
0: thing. Oh, okay, I guess that's fair. Though. Because, but because I mean, that's just had, reading the test.
1: We had this talk. We had this 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 debate before, where Jordan was like, "Did <laughs> he do well on the test because he saw himself doing well on the test? <laughs>
0: he saw was like, no, himself he filling just saw in the, the bubbles."
2: bubbles. If he saw the questions, again, but again, it's a question of, seeing the questions is a question of whether or not, if he saw the questions, did he go, oh, all I need to know is this one thing, so screw everything else, or is it, oh, okay, now I'll, like, know a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it still could be. I guess he didn't cheat then. Anyway,
1: so. So so, So they're about to get on the Ferris wheel, which is called (laughs) Sunpolite. Yeah, very Uh, weird.
0: The face on that Ferris wheel is really creepy. Agreed. I like it. I like the logo. I like the <laughs> I could I couldn't unsee it and anytime that Ferris wheel was in the shot I just kept <laughs> staring at it. <laughs> I drew it like three times on my notes.
1: <laughs> I mean, the longer I look at it, the creepier it becomes because it has eyebrows. Yeah. So it makes that big smile look very sinister. So Ryo's like, like I said, he's like, "I'll d-
2: listen, I'll just die. I'm a monster. Don't worry about it. And she's like, and that's he's like, like yeah,
1: that's a good idea. No, that's she's like, that's that. really
2: sweet of you to say you're going to die. But wouldn't you rather live? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, don't you don't, don't you understand that uh, people will be sad if you die? She means her. I mean, so- somebody. She means somebody her. Be sad. She means her. And then she says, let's stop running, both of us, from love. No matter what the problem, let's tackle it head on. And her problem is that she's running from love. So uh, <laughs> and then Deviant shows up to tell her she's right she, about it, that. It,
1: if only she would tell him how she truly feels, which is that she is completely uninterested. No, that is <laughs> not That she's running truth. from his love for her.
2: No, no. <laughs> So meanwhile, Jupiter, uh, let me just make sure to clarify, Sailor Jupiter and random teenager Usagi Tsukino are running down the street together and notice that the uh, Ferris wheel has lit up because Endymion is there to to attack them and they go into the park to find her. Um, And and Endymion goes, hey, I was going to wait to fight you until all the Sailor Scouts were here. (laughs) Why? I don't know. But let's just fight now. I'll fight you. Now, I like this episode. Do you know why I like this episode, Chris?
1: Uh, I, because you are interpreting the events of this episode in a very specific way?
2: Yes. <laughs> Including the complete and utter failure of bubble spray. <laughs> Which she does three times in this episode. So, first bubble spray, she sprays bubbles.
1: Hey, 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 who wins? <laughs> who wins at the end of this episode? Jupiter. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it worked. <laughs> so bubble spray worked.
2: Oh. So bubble. the purpose of bubble spray is to attract a uh, a stronger person to think you're adorable and protect you. Uh, anyway, she shoots her bubbles at Endymion. Uh It successfully creates a mist field. And then he just kind of like smugly pokes his head through and is like, <laughs> that didn't work at all. You loser. Um In the deke dub, he says to her, he literally says, uh, you really think you could stop me with those silly bubbles? And I was like, right. Uh, in the Japanese, I believe he says, uh, because I respect you, I won't hold back.
1: (laughs) Isn't that what he says right before he attacks her? Yeah. Um... Uh, well, you also you skipped over that we oh. we get uh we get a uh, a rare appearance of Amy's catchphrase, which is "douse yourself in water and repent."
2: Oh, we do get that. Yep,
1: yep. Uh, which is a plus catchphrase material.
2: Oh, and I also skipped over that that uh, Endymion collects Greg. He he's in the crystal at this point. So all that he needs now is a uh, yes, Who grandpa. cares?
1: Who cares? <laughs>
2: hey, do you want to know who cares? Amy. Because do you know what happens? She gets tears in her eyes.
1: Yeah. Listen, again, if I saw you get sucked into a crystal, <laughs> I would be very upset. You'd cry? I might. Well, you did. You, well, off
2: mic, you told us you cry easily. So there you go.
1: Yes. Well, it would depend on if I had just read that Transformers story that made me cry.
2: So she <laughs> she does say dust yourself in water and, and uh, repent.
1: I am a lot like Usagi.
2: And then Endymion does the weirdest thing that he does in the entire episode.
1: Yes. Which is tell her how to win. <laughs> oh, no. I thought you were going to say the weirdest thing he does is that he turns into tuxedo mask. Oh, no. Before yeah, he, he does that. he
0: his armor and puts on a tuxedo. Yeah,
1: that is weird. You're absolutely right. But before he does that, he
2: literally tells her how to win. He goes... So, if you want to defeat me and retrieve your boyfriend, I guess what you'd have to do is, I don't know, take this crystal from me and destroy it. That would do it. Why would you Why would you do that? <laughs> Andyien, why would you do that? But you're right. Then he goes, let's fight and turns himself into a uh, tuxedo mask uh, after doing like a like a Batman cape situation for half a second there. Uh, and then guess what Amy does. Her only attack, bubble spray. <laughs> And guess what? It does not work.
1: Oh, really? Because because what does she do then? Well, what?
2: you're right. The, you know what works better than her her power attack? Running up to the guy and taking the thing. That is what Who
1: works. Because he can't see her. No, I'm so sick of you minimizing Amy's contributions.
2: <laughs> She's he's literally like using his cane as a fan to like blow her bubbles away. It, so you might say him showing off his hubris is uh, is what defeats him here. But definitely not uh, her her uh, power <laughs>
1: uh so yeah, she grabs the crystal and throws that shit on the ground
2: <laughs> she threw it on the ground. <laughs> All the mo- all the cr- all the other crystals pop out and then turn into people lying on the ground uh, unconscious.
1: Yeah, which is great. Like she spikes that crystal so hard that it turns into people, <laughs> six people. Oh, <laughs> hey,
2: well, it's five and a cat. Five and a
1: cat. Five <laughs> and a cat.
2: <laughs> oh, and then Sailor Moon and Jupiter show up, and Sailor Moon has transformed as well. So we literally don't get a transformation this episode.
1: Yeah, we don't see we don't see a single one.
2: I forgot that we didn't see Sailor Moon do it. They yet.
1: had to make room for when she was like, "Yeah, I have a TV." <laughs>
2: <laughs> they had to make time for romance. Um, so so they go save him. Uh, and then again, she does bubble spray again. Uh, and you could say, yeah, as, as part of the attack that destroys him. Sure. <laughs> but it destroys him because it is also bubbles charged with electricity. Just do the electricity. It would, it's fine. Electricity works. You don't need bubbles.
1: So uh, at this point, Misagi gets out the moonstick and finally hits Mamoru with some moon healing. Uh,
2: another deke dub great moment is Luna going, "Use your moon wand," and Serena Leary goes, "I'm on it, Luna." <laughs>
1: Yeah, Luna, I've been here for 40 episodes too, okay? <laughs> like, i am completely recovered from my concussion earlier. <laughs> uh, so she starts zapping him, like, Ghostbusters style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh to the point where luna's like you need to increase the energy and i'm like is that a thing she can do cross the streams is, is she like oh yeah sorry i had it on i had it on low uh i need to i need to increase the power here let me just uh first me just memory it up a little bit
2: first memory that comes back to mamoru is like usagi making like a ridiculous face i love it <laughs> Like it's a real angry face, but her face is all like puffed up with anger. It's great,
1: yeah, so weirdly enough, zapping tuxedo mask turns tuxedo mask back into Mamoru,
2: yeah, and he's refreshed and everything,
1: yeah, which is kind of weird, like I like shouldn't it be like shouldn't she have zapped Indimion? Sure this episode this episode's weird, and he's wearing
2: his anyway. he's still wearing his leather outfit too,
1: still wearing his leather pants. Uh, but before they can do anything, he just gets teleported right back to the Nega microwave. Yep, and they're gonna they're gonna heat him up again,
2: reheat him again. He's like more leftovers.
1: <laughs> yeah, tux- tuxedo hot pocket returns.
2: <laughs> and they're upset about this, obviously, um, but not so upset that Amy can't go on a nice date the next
1: day. Again, the sound of me rolling my eyes. Now, this
2: is, come on, you can't deny this. She can say, no, I don't want to go to the amusement park with you. If she doesn't want to go to the amusement park with him.
1: Who wouldn't want to go to an amusement park? That place looks really fun. There's a panda handing out balloons. It's
2: literally in their neighborhood. They could go anytime. She doesn't have to go with him right then.
1: I would go. I go I'll go right now. Okay. Do you want to, go to an amusement park. Wait. Janet, no, no. George. Hold on.
2: Hold yeah. on. A person who constantly is talking about how into you they are, asks you to go, right. then you
1: That's go? You. Yeah. <laughs> you you constantly tell me how into me you are. It's <laughs> not
2: exactly true. Eh, then, well and then you are a bad person cuz you're leading me on.
1: You're always like you're always like these scripts are good and I, I know what that means. <laughs>
2: So they are in the, um, they're on the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, the, the Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel? Watching the balloon go by. <laughs>
1: the, 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 the dead <laughs> the ro- rock animal. The roundy ride. <laughs> the
2: roundy um, ride. <laughs> they're on the roundy <laughs> ride. And uh, they're watching a released balloon go by and they're delighted and they're having a wonderful time. And she goes, let's come here again. To the place that you said you always dreamed of taking me on a date. Okay, come on. And then we cut to. I will to-
0: accept them going on dates, but you never see him again. So I don't think they went well. <laughs> uh,
2: well, the only thing I could say about whether it goes well, because then obviously we cut to the scouts, and Sailor Moon is super jealous uh, because one of her friends has a boyfriend. Um, here's the thing the omnipotent uh, and omniscient uh, uh, editor and director of the episode ends the episode with uh, Amy and Greg in a heart. That's pretty compelling.
1: I mean, look. They, they tried it, <laughs> and it's not working out. It's not going to work.
2: So you will admit that Amy is into Greg in this moment?
1: I mean, I'll admit that Greg's into Amy no, in this moment. No, they're in a heart together. I wish I wish we'd go back and just put him in a heart. <laughs> outside the boundaries of the heart.
2: Yeah, that's not what it is. They're sitting together inside of a heart that the omniscient force of narrative that of that, that runs the show is showing us.
1: Yeah, fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's just like look, it's like Shannon said, it's not gonna work out. He's never gonna show up again. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Is he is he holding hands with her in the Neo Crystal Tokyo? Uh, no. Uh,
2: oh. Okay. Greg
1: Greg's not in Greg's not in Neo Crystal Tokyo.
2: Well he probably is because everyone lives forever, right?
1: Well not, not Yoma. Not if he's not a real oh, person true.
2: He's a monster. So maybe not.
1: <laughs> so is grandpa <laughs> years old forever? Yeah. <laughs> unless he dies before then <laughs> wow I look forward to the death of grandpa episode that's coming <laughs> up it might happen between <laughs> episodes you never know so that is our episode and I feel like we learned a lot <laughs> sure uh, Jordan do we have the Sailor Moon says
0: for this episode
2: we sure do
1: just because Tuxedo Mask was taken back by the Force doesn't mean I'm giving up on him After all, for a minute there,
0: I had the old tuxedo mask back again. There's a lot to be said for persistence. Right. If you want something badly enough, you have to be willing to work for it. Don't get discouraged. Yeah, because if you do give up, for sure you won't get what you want. Don't let roadblocks stop you from getting your dreams. Sailor Moon says.
1: Actually, a decent moral that kind of ties into what we just saw. Yeah.
2: If you're persistent enough, Amy will go out with you.
1: Uh, okay, look, that, that's bad advice. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's kind of sounding like if you keep bothering them, they will eventually say yes.
2: <laughs> well, that did happen in the
1: episode. <laughs> so what did we learn from the episode? Shannon, we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode uh, of Sailor Moon?
0: Don't date monsters with no pupils. <laughs>
1: Oh, also, also good life advice. Jordan, what did you learn?
2: I learned definitively once and for all proven <laughs> bubble spray is useless. Proven scientifically clinically tested. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> oh.
1: I learned that Jordan has a lot of bad opinions about Amy and things she does. <laughs> I mean, she's
2: probably my fourth favorite inner scout
1: so just above Ray
2: just above Ray listen and i don't dislike amy i really don't other than the fact that i think her <laughs> bubble spray is dumb uh, i like
1: how she's your fourth favorite inner scout it's like, like fourth favorite scout
2: i mostly I, I only really say that because i don't think that much about the outer senshi and so i i i have i've never really categorized where would they fall among the inner senshi uh, i i'm not sure but it definitely would be sailor moon Probably then Jupiter, probably then uh, Venus, then Mercury, then Mars.
1: So let's final thoughts on the episode here. Like I said, I said at the beginning, it's kind of a mixed bag. Um, I feel like Yusagi's really bad in this episode. Like she's completely unconcerned with everything her friends are doing. Uh, Like like I would rather that she was like Minako and just kind of sat wide eyed and and quiet through the whole thing. Instead of just actively not caring about her friend's grandfather getting kidnapped.
2: Uh, Ray doesn't care either.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, but, you know, Usagi, like, Usagi's reading a book, for God's sake. Um, you know, I, again, like, you know, listen, I play it up for the show. <laughs> But uh, I'm also, like, obviously not a big fan of the Rio-Amy romance plot. Like, what? I mean, you know, not just for <laughs> obvious reasons, but because I just, like... Yeah, it's some weirdo who bothers Amy a lot. Uh, but I thought this... It was nice to have a throwback to the Rainbow Crystal stuff, because with the mm-hmm. Monster of the Week stuff, we never see those guys come back. Like, what, what's Red Man doing these days?
2: Yeah, good question.
1: Uh, you know, what, what's... Uh, when they what's, showed uh, up at the
2: amusement park, I was like, wait, is Red Man involved in this? But it was a different <laughs> amusement park, so...
1: What's uh, what's the tennis player up to? You know, what's... what's you uh, mean Molly's sister? <laughs> yeah. Molly's best friend. Molly's
2: spiritual sister? Yeah.
1: Molly's friend who is close enough that she calls her sis. <laughs> uh, you know, what's uh, what's his name? Yusuke Yamada. Like, what's what's he up to? We never get to see that. So actually seeing, like, oh, no, these characters did kind of go on and have their own lives. Like, you know, the things they said they wanted to do, they do continue doing. Joe continues to carry around a bag full of stuffed animals that he's stealing from crane games but hopefully he is now giving them to children like Danny Trejo does. I don't know if you know that about Danny Trejo. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we talked you, about think in the last episode.
2: I think I think you told us that in the crane, crane episode, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it, it's nice to see and there's some like fun stuff in this episode. Uh but yeah, like not my favorite. It, it, like, and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that it's also not uh, not as strong as the rainbow crystal episodes themselves, which I think are are a high point, certainly for for the first season. Yeah, uh, Shannon, any thoughts?
0: Uh, um, yeah, I'm, I I kind of agree with you that this episode's it's a little weird. It's not my favorite of the rainbow crystals at all. Like I actually always forget about this episode. But um, my favorite version of Sailor Moon is the manga. But I actually did really like the addition of the Rainbow Crystal arc. But this one just kind of felt very meh. And I'm not a big fan of the added boyfriend. Obviously, I don't know. He just <laughs> he's just so bland. Like I didn't really care about him. <laughs> so yeah I don't know I like it it's fun that smiley ferris wheel is still creeping me out I shouldn't have drawn it so much on this page I'm looking at but um yeah it's fun not my favorite episode though
1: now I'm I think you might be I, I, well I guess we've had a couple other guests who said the manga they, they preferred the manga to the show uh what is it about the the manga that you like more than the anime
0: um I just, I like really weird, complicated plots. Oh, okay. That's, that explains that's, it. Yeah, that's my favorite style of storytelling. Like, we mentioned that my proposal was Sailor Moon themed. Me and my husband's wedding was Kingdom Hearts themed.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: kind of storytelling I like. So the more weird and convoluted and like crazy it gets, the happier I am. And the anime kind of simplified a lot of the plot, which they do a great job. I adore the anime, but they definitely take out a ton of stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, like the thing that I always say is, you know, the the manga is my least favorite version of Sailor Moon, but like I still... Like, I still like it a lot. No, that's fair. Uh, I mean,
0: ironically, I love the manga. I hate Crystal. But it's because they didn't adapt it enough. They tried too hard to make it exactly the manga... And the manga doesn't work in animation. You have to adapt it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that is also a common theme. Like, I I really want to sit down and actually go back to watching Crystal at some point just for the experience. I
2: don't think I got uh, past episode four. Yeah,
1: I don't think I, I did either. But uh, you know, I hear there are I'm a couple fully good ones. i caught up
0: just because I watch everything Sailor Moon. Like, I've seen most of the musicals and the entire live action series. So of course I had to watch all of Crystal. And I will give episode twenty four, the newest one, was very good.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know there was a, a recent one that. people seem to really like uh so i I i'm gonna try and get caught up and i'm gonna try and finish playing uh the rpg as well the sailor moon another story uh and i really do want to watch those musicals at some point so we might we might have to have you back for that uh, if we ever figure out how to get them
2: yeah i was gonna say i've never even seen how to get them
0: I love the musicals so much and if you you guys want to see how easily Sailor Moon can make me cry watch the musicals with me Uh, because the two newest ones get me every single time and like I'm just obsessed with them. They're one of my favorite versions of Sailor Moon so if you can find a way to watch them unfortunately there's no way to like buy it so you usually have to download it which I try to not tell people to do but they're so good. They're just so
1: good. Now uh, quick yes or no question which is just Yamato Yuga, right? Yes. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Jordan, your thoughts on the episode? Skippable? Yeah, yeah,
2: it's fine. I mean, listen, on some level, I like like it. uh, Oddly enough, this is one where I actually enjoyed the deek dub more because of the crazy, uh, the crazy um, things they would say, and I just, I just had more fun with it. But. Um, and I, and I like it just because I like remembering the Rainbow Crystal episodes and I like to be like, oh, those characters. But I wish they were all in it more. I wish it was less Greg and more spread around between the, the seven of them. Um, it's, yeah, it's not ideal. Uh, I don't hate Greg like you guys do, but I don't, I mean, he's not I
0: that excited. I don't exciting. hate
1: Greg because that would mean that Greg was was interesting enough to provoke an emotion. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, he needs he need to be more defined as a character for me to have that much of a reaction to him.
2: I don't, okay. I don't think he's quite as bland as you are. You guys do, but I, he's pretty bland. He's pretty bland. Uh, I just... You know, uh,
1: like, I thought about, for a second, I thought about, like, what if Greg and Amy, like, actually kept dating uh-huh. for the, the entire show, and I was like, horrible future. <laughs> <laughs> would
2: would it make you not watch the show would you just be like forget it oh no not.
1: <laughs>
2: so i'll just keep my eyes peeled uh in every episode from now on for like subtle hints that they're still dating like long distance relationships like the cannot letters wait the letters oh, they pass back and forth
1: <laughs> it's canon dude bro yeah friend
2: sh- dances happen like this is her and clearly look at and like i said i am even fully on board in this episode with jupiter being into amy fully on board i can totally see that but so far i don't see amy reciprocating so far we'll see
1: amy has the grades of the boy who broke her heart
2: what <laughs> oh <laughs> now i get it i got super confused for a minute there now i get it
1: Alright, so that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, Shannon, before we go, can you tell everyone where they can find you online? Obviously, Archer is on uh, television.
0: <laughs> it is on television. It's also on Netflix. And I think actually Cartoon Network just got syndicate, or not Cartoon Network, um, Adult Swim, they got syndication. So I think they're playing the earlier seasons. Oh, nice! But you can find me on Twitter at, at Shannon Maynor or I'm on Tumblr at shannonmaynorart.tumblr.com.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I mispronounced your name earlier.
0: Oh, I don't care. <laughs> it's fine.
1: Uh, definitely check Shannon out on uh, Twitter, especially to see those uh, childhood drawings of Sailor Moon. Uh, if you have childhood drawings of Sailor Moon, uh, please send them to us because those are delightful.
2: <laughs> yes, you can put send them to our Twitter at Sailor Business. Uh, which you should follow because we do, we do retweet, uh, great art that people send us, like, like the stuff that Shannon sent us. Uh, as well as other fan art it's it's so much fun stuff definitely follow us
1: yes uh we we keep getting like really fantastic fan art from people uh someone sent us a uh, a Sailor Moon uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles team up art mm-hmm. uh, which I was really excited about that's uh, amazing although although not look not to be this guy not to critique this uh great art that uh Deflator Mouse sent us but but Ref would not hang out with Jupiter <laughs> Rath would hang out with, with, with Ray. They're both cool but rude.
2: Uh Ray is not cool.
1: Uh according to Hisagi she is. No, she's beautiful. She's so cool. She's a shrine maiden who goes to the prestigious TA Academy.
2: Anyway
1: Okay, fine. Anyway, uh, where can everybody find us, Jordan?
2: Oh, uh, I'm on Twitter at Crackshot with the zero for an O. How about I'm you? I'm
1: on uh, Twitter and Tumblr as uh, the ISB, and I post the screenshots that I take while we watch each episode at my Tumblr. So definitely go check that out. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it. That's how Shannon found out about the show, because friends told her. And uh, if you like Jordan and I specifically, X-Men 92 is out from Marvel. Uh, I co-wrote that with my writing partner, Chad Bowers. It has art by Scott Koblish. And uh, Jordan was the editor on that book, and it has been very, very fun to write. Uh, Check that out. We will be back next week with Sailor Venus's past, Miniko's
2: Tragic Love. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.
0: ¡Vamos!